So, welcome to our first ever video version of AOK Radio. <laughs> this is awesome. So, this is I Escape here bringing you AOK Radio, signing on for another special dose of escapism into pop culture. So, let's escape together. I swear, one of these days I'll actually get that opening actually memorized. But for now, I got the script right here and layout so I never forget, even if I have to go back to it occasionally. But this is exciting and this is awesome. This is my first ever video uh, episode of the uh, podcast of AOK. So for those who may not be familiar, I have a podcast that's on Anchor FM and that's available on uh, platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and more. Um, and they do actually have available on Anchor video uh, podcast, which is mainly on Spotify. I don't know if any of the if any of the other platforms have it right now, but I thought, why not stream these videos and then just upload it to Anchor after that? So that way, I can have it on my YouTube, on Twitch for a little bit, and just spread the the fun. You know, it's it's kind of cool. It's it's great being back on video for these type of discussions again. So I'm really happy with this. This is a very late stream though. So there's probably not going to be anyone hopping on for this, but I figure either way, it's going to be great whether people are watching the replay and they can comment afterwards. And we can include that into future videos, like having it on TikTok. Cause I plan on having clips of this on TikTok as well. Do more frequent responses to other people who are commenting later on and stuff like that. So this is cool. I, I definitely want to make this a thing. Um, probably will not be every episode from here on out, but I definitely want to do this fairly frequent. So no planned schedule as of yet, how often I'll be doing this, but expect this to be a pretty, uh, expect this to be a thing from now on, basically. <laughs> so today's episode, we're talking about Cartoon Network's craziest and darkest crossover yet so there's been a couple crossovers that we've had over the past couple years my favorite of course being fusion fall that was a phenomenal uh rpg mmorpg actually uh, a couple years back actually i believe the servers are still on now run by some fans but man that was a great game it was a great game if you missed out if you're not sure what i'm talking about in a nutshell fusion fall was this story where this this alien race was coming to our planet coming to the cartoon network planet rather and it was just consuming assimilating all these other planets in its wake and it finally makes its way to earth and guess what happens dexter samurai jack megas xlr ben 10 every every one of our favorite cartoon network characters heroes and villains banded together they all existed on one planet to fight this this entity that was taking over our planet it was there there's a lot more of it than um i'm telling here because seriously it's it, that's a whole series in its own but it was phenomenal and i really wish we could have gotten expansions of that like i i remember on the official fusion fall uh website back in the day there was a short little comic and it wasn't really long there wasn't a lot to it but I always felt like that kind of series deserved its own full-fledged series. You know, right beside the game, we get like a, a cartoon special or like a, a movie special or something alongside some comics and everything. Just so we can see more of these characters interact because 
of course, with Fusion Fall. Well, with Cartoon Network in general, we've had plenty of instances where these characters did interact with each other over time, and it was pretty fun. We had certain things like, I remember, what was it called? It was like this Cartoon Network um, city that they all lived in that they all kind of talked about. I remember Professor Utonium one episode locked his keys in the car, and <laughs> I'm trying to remember who I was trying to help him. Like, Dexter was making fun of him, like, what kind of genius locks his keys in his car? And other just stuff like this. But other people were actually trying to help him. Um, I'm trying to remember who, but it was just... And then there was one where Samurai Jack and Johnny Bravo were at the laundromat, and Jack's, <laughs> Jack's robe was uh, pink because Blossom accidentally got her clothes mixed up with his it's just fun stuff like that so it's it's always been something that we've wanted to see more and more of honestly and we've had other thing other crossovers like um okko where they had like this whole and this whole uh mash of a bu of the bunch of characters being captured and turned to stone and then you know small crossovers here and there like steven universe and uh uncle grandpa and things like that Ben 10 and uh, Generator Rex. So Cartoon Network is pretty familiar, not really too afraid to do those crossovers, especially the occasional crossover. And in recent years, way uh, about 10 months ago, roughly, and I'm surprised I even I'm surprised I didn't even know about this until like a couple weeks ago. There was this uh, trailer that Adult Swim dropped on their YouTube channel called Learning with Pibby. It was it was just like Learning with Pibby, what is this? So I got a couple things opened up. I wanted to show some pictures and whatnot for, uh, especially anyone who's watching this for the first time who doesn't know what in the world I'm talking about. But in 10 months, this video has gotten 27 million views and it's like a two minute trailer and it's on Adult Swim, so of course, whatever it is, it's going to be crazy, right? So, Pibby is, reading it from the fandom website here, Pibby is a proof-of-concept short aired on the uh, official Adult Swim YouTube channel on October 30th of 2021. It follows Pibby, a character from a fictional educational show who was forced to cross a multiverse of Warner Brothers. Uh, of Warner Brothers show, excuse me, chased by an unknown glitchy darkness with the ability to infect and control characters it touches. Bruh. Why, why, why don't we have this right now? Why, why is there just a trailer? Like, from that part alone. Like, we got multiverses. You know, it's, it's a fighting game that spreads across the Warner Brothers universe to a degree. And, of course, we got Space Jam Legacy, which... A lot of people don't like I enjoyed it you know it's one of those movies where it's just you know you sit back and you just zone out to it type deal yeah I'm just I'm weird I love I love stuff like that <laughs> so yeah we're, we're we we've seen a couple Warner Brother crossovers that aren't exclusively Cartoon Network stuff so it's pretty cool right we're, we're this would be the perfect time because multiverses is popular I love that game myself and who doesn't love a good crossover? Seriously. So, um, on April 1st of 2022, some Adult Swim originals had Pibby and Bun Bun glitched, the glitch version of him, um, inside. This was known to be the Great Invasion of Adult Swim, aka Pibby Fools. 
uh, even the bumpers had them. So the sign-off was even changed for Adult Swim. It had the morphed, zoomed-out sign-off instead of the current uh, dinner party sign-off. And uh, the original music for that sign-off was replaced with a pibby goodbye song. Sometime later, a billboard was even redesigned to let the darkness consume it. So if you ask me, I mean, even though it is, even though it is on adults, or excuse me, even though it is on April Fools, that's a pretty big thing to do, you know. Have this kind of invade all these shows. They had to reanimate certain clips, certain reruns to have this sort of thing happen. Like Rick and Morty was one of those. They react. They reanimated a whole scene to show one of the characters, Morty, be infected by the glitch, and. Of course, like I was saying, they had other things going on in there. And it was just like, what? So, it being on April Fool's, it's a little bit like, ah, okay, so this is just a, hey, we gotcha type deal. It's hard to tell. You know, there's, April Fool's leaves a lot of things open for just, ah, gotcha, you know, gags. It's April Fool's, right? And... That's not too far off from October. So what what is that? So that's let's say October, November, December, January, February, March. So about six months from that original short. And it does say that it is an official proof of concept, meaning it's something that is shown to see if it's worth to continue. So they just show it to the world, and if they like it enough, it could be possibly greenlit for a a special, more than likely an actual series of some sort, whether it's a, a mini-series or an ongoing thing, depending on the potential. And I think this could be very much a pretty big series, depending on how deep they want to go with this. And I can't wait to talk more about it. So, it's really dope. It's actually really dope. Um, Sorry, that was my phone, by the way. <laughs> Oops. I thought I silenced it, actually. Um, there we go. Okay. So, it's actually pretty dope. You follow a lot of crazy things in this, in this, uh, TV show. Or, excuse me, in this trailer. So the summary, I'll just read this. This is about three paragraphs. And then we'll be caught up and then we can talk about a lot of the meat and taters of this. So, the short starts with the opening of a preschool cartoon show, Learning with Pibby, which is interrupted by a strange black glitchy liquid consuming the area. The titular character, Pibby, the simply designed girl with blue skin and pink hair, it's interesting, too, how that design is, like, it's so simple, and yet it fits that whole preschool aesthetic, and yet it just fits. I, like, I really like it. I, it's just, like... It's crazy how in those two, two minutes, it's just like super fun. Sorry, I had to answer this text message real quick. Um, and I'm already attached to these characters in just two minutes. Like, that's good character development and good just storytelling and just, well, everything. Uh, man, I can't, get my, can't get my words right with that. So anyway, um, let's continue reading this, actually. Um, and Bun-Bun is the rabbit companion. So they retreat to their house where she promises that she will always keep him safe. However, the scene cuts to the darkness consuming Bun-Bun, with Pibby failing to rescue him. Just as the darkness closes in on her, she is saved as the show cuts to credits, taking her with it. 
PB then narrates that she discovered other worlds, being other shows such as generic superhero world, um, pretty much just like your typical superhero parodies, kind of like um, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy from SpongeBob. Um, I, 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 they do have names, I believe, officially in the show Bible, but I don't, I don't think they have the names here. Actually, they might down below further, but, um, so we visited their world, uh, Bedrock, which was the first major, like, surprise of the trailer, because you see Fred Flintstone actually talking to them, animated to, you know, legitly, legitimately, like, new animation. So, they're talking, and... Oh man, <laughs> I can't even. I'm so excited about this again. This is like it's almost like I'm re-experiencing it for the first time. Um, so Coolsville, where she encounters corrupted versions of Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby Doo, that was disturbing. That that like so the Shaggy no excuse me the the Fred part that's what got me the most because you you have him go up and you know the opening where he's like yeah but dabba doo and he goes down the dinosaur. And it's all happy. He's jumping in his car. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. No. We don't get that happy. Like, oh, I'm off work. See ya. Time to go home and do my thing. No. You know what's meeting him at the bottom of that dinosaur tail? The corruption. This glitchy mass of just... It's it's literally that. It's like, it's like the blob, if anyone remembers that show. It's just like this glitchy mass. And he just gets consumed. You know, he tries to escape. And then nothing. Like, I kind of want to show y'all. I feel like I should just show y'all. Because, I mean, I don't know. But I feel like it, it wouldn't be good quality. I don't know. Um, oh, one second. It'd be rude if I didn't answer this. It's not good podcast etiquette. I'm sorry. There we go. So, we see them. We see Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, and Velma. Interestingly enough, we don't see Daphne or Fred. So it's like, where are these guys at? Same thing with Fre uh, the Flintstones. Like, we only saw Fred get taken. So where's everyone else? Where's uh, where's where's Wilma? Where's Bam Bam? Where's, uh, why am I forgetting their names? It's been forever. Freddy? No, Freddy. Barney. There we go. Everyone else, I can't remember. But, um, and then you know what was even crazier, where she next encounters corrupted versions of Finn and Jake, some of the more recent cartoon characters, and what appears to be O-Town from uh, Rocco's Modern Life. So that, that one's a little weird because Rocco is Nickelodeon, and they even had a, a scene where it was showing um, SpongeBob's place. And it's just like, wow. You know, the crazy thing is, I, I, I'm, I'm so tempted to show y'all. But I feel like after this, just watch the trailer yourself. Because I could show y'all the video, but it's just the audio quality is not going to be good. And I feel like it just isn't good podcast etiquette. But, you know, the seeing Finn and Jake was really crazy. Because um, watching this trailer prompted me to finish watching uh, Adventure Times. I didn't finish it beforehand. So after finishing that show and watching everything... And then going back to this trailer, it hit different because I watched for I've watched the Flintstones growing up. I watched Scooby Doo all uh, most of its iterations growing up. So seeing these guys taken over and just in this being this crazy these crazy zombie like entities, glitched like 
you know, kind of like, um, oh, what's her name from, uh, from Wreck-It Ralph? Vanellope? Von, Von Schweetz? Kind of like how that, kind of like that glitch effect, but, you know, they, they look like they were almost, actually, I might as well just pull it up real quick here. Um, let me see. It, it's, it's crazy, but I love it, dude. It's like, so I can show y'all this stuff at least. If it'll focus. Is it going to focus? I don't think it's going to focus. Dang. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I'm trying to find another example. Because I have a bunch of these folders or a bunch of these pictures on my phone. But it's so crazy. I, I love the way it looks. Um, so here's one. This one you might be able to see better. So, of course, that one's of Steven Universe. That one's not canon, though. That one's actually in a game that I, I'm going to talk about here, too. So, yeah. Um, let's see. So, it's actually pretty cool. There's a whole game of it, but it's just fan-made. It's nothing that's actually, like, legit compared to the actual uh, show. But hopefully they can take inspiration from that. So, man, hopefully that'll be the last uh, text that, uh, text I have to send, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, but um, it's fun, like just seeing all the different designs people have made of these characters. So let's go down and see the main characters that are in this trailer, and we can kind of talk about next what this means if the show was to move forward and how it could be handled from there. So. Uh, we got a couple characters that are, of course, um, the original ones that were made for this show. So we have Pibby, Bun Bun, Aloe Boy, I believe, was the the superhero parody, the sidekick we got to uh, see with them. Uh, Malira, I believe, is the cat, uh, cat villain that we saw with them. Like the three, uh, so the three main characters in this are those. So, M M what is it? Mel Malira? Yeah, something like that. So she is the... She's almost like a Disney villain. She almost looks like she's a mixture of Cruella DeVille and a cat. It's actually kind of cool. And then Aloe Boy is kind of like a mixture of... Almost like Robin and Superboy, kind of. And then this this is when we get to the official characters. Kind of like the picture I showed you all before of that, that kind of black screen. And unfortunately, the camera wasn't able to show. But it was... Um, all the characters we saw in this trailer, Fred Flintstone, Porky Pig, Amethyst, Bubbles, Dee Dee, Craig Williams, Mommy. Wait, who's Mommy? Momi? I don't know who that is. I feel like I do, but maybe I don't. I don't know. Gumball Watterson, Finn the Human, Jake the Dog, Velma Dinkley. Wait, what? Oh, Velma. I was, I was like, wait, where did I... For some reason, when I read Velma, I was thinking Wilma. I was like, wait, I didn't see Wilma in there. But yeah, Velma. Velma Dinkley. Dinkley? That's her last name? Huh. Shaggy Rogers, Scooby-Doo. Um, Hanston Miku? I don't know who that is. Uh, Buttercup, Servente. I don't know who that is. Lion, uh, Darwin Watterson, Monica, Keith, Moki, and Bugs Bunny. Yeah. They got Bugs Bunny. So the interesting thing is how this kind of corruption works. So 
we did see so they missed someone uh george jetson was actually in this trailer too at one point and his whole body was basically corrupted usually as you saw with the steven universe picture they kind of don't really take your whole body typically um you're kind of just like you kind of have the corruption in pieces and you kind of are just like that in in most cases from what we saw there are other cases more severe cases like george jetson and kind of like the scooby-doo gang like velma was a bit more corrupted um oh you know what jake the dog was too actually um let me see if i can find that picture so this one's from the game but yeah that one's from the game but it's very it's not that far off from that so it's really crazy it is just like awesome to see the variations so i think what this means is all these characters that we saw without a doubt are probably going to be the ones who we'll see in the in the actual series if it does get greenlit but that would leave one thing what's going to be are we going to see more of the characters that are connected to these people or are these just the cameos we're going to see in general that's a curious question so for instance in a tiktok video i did i talked about um how Didi was actually one of the ones revealed in the trailer to already be corrupted so would that mean that we could see dexter and mandark trying to save her that would be awesome and i feel like that would be a great way to kind of divvy up the series where you have episodes that follow Pibby and the other characters, the other three, or the other two rather, as they venture out and kind of figure out how to stop the corruption, you know, kind of gathering uh, their forces that we saw at the end of the trailer when they did that march. And then we could have other characters that may not even, that may not run into Pibby because they're, uh, they just haven't found each other yet. And they're just dealing with the corruption as it comes along, because from what it looks like, I'm wondering if they're all. I'm wondering if there's a. I wonder if I'm wondering if there's con, uh, the corruption hitting them all at once, or if it's kind of just one entity that's just moving through. And I'm kind of wondering if it's like that. I'm sure it's probably just you know one area at a time that that it's hitting, but I'm one. I'm. It's probably following Pippi too. That's probably the other thing. Like as she's fleeing to other. I, that would be pretty wild. Imagine if her fleeing to these other worlds, she's the one that the glitch is following into these other worlds and she's dooming them while she's fleeing, unknowingly dooming them. That would be pretty wild. <laughs> and I think that'd be really cool, though. I mean, if they couldn't fit, fit all this in a series, like if they didn't have the budget for it, if they just kind of if they just kind of had like a select thing, if they can only do maybe like a mini series or a season then just having it straightforward you know just focusing on pibby running into these characters and them that's fine that's i think it'll be interesting enough because the cast that we see here we're definitely going to see a lot of interesting people like you can't have amethyst in there without you know some of the other gems or steven you know you gotta i think at least showing them doing something to help would it just would be weird like where where are they unless they're all corrupted too it's it's very interesting it'd be sad but i am also hoping that this corruption is not permanent that would be ooh, that'd be crazy um 
So when it comes to the corruption, I was kind of curious about this. So I have a couple notes actually, what I wanted to go about this, because there's a lot of fun things to talk about regarding this whole thing. So it's looking pretty rough in the PB trailer as far as what they're having to do to fight it. Because you essentially, you've had people who have just touched the corruption and then it just pulls them in. We had a superhero who was trying to punch it, pulled right in. Fred Flintstone pulled right in. And it's it's scary because that means what can you do to combat yourself if, if it's closing in on you? Unless you have like laser beams or something that can just push it back that you that isn't physically connected to you, like more of an extension. Oof. It's 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 gonna be looking pretty bad. But man, so I had a note, a whole thing uh, talking about how could the corruption in PBB be stopped? I just wrote a lot about this. It's, it's pretty funny, actually, um, how like in depth I went with this. But odds are the writers will probably have it centered around something either Pibby or Bun Bun. Um, but who are some other houses, uh, some other powerhouses in the Cartoon Network universe who could potentially stop the glitch? But what even is the glitch, right? So going back to real quick, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they folk if they did focus that much on Pibby and Bun Bun where they were probably if they wanted to give this a happy ending, which please I hope they give this a happy ending. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Pibby or Bun Bun were the way to stop this corruption, whatever it is. Some kind of thing. But because to me, it kind of feels like if Pibby is jumping to different worlds, I'm wondering if she has that power to do so. I'm really curious about that. But anyway, so my first Pibby video I did on TikTok, it was talking about how what if the glitch were was uh, remnants of shows, people of the past and, and places who are canceled and similar to Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, when your game's unplugged, you cease to exist, right? Where your power, your your life relies on the viewers or the players in Wreck-It Ralph's case. Uh, well, actually, not really, because, I mean, yeah, it does, because with them, if if no one's playing the game, they get unplugged because they're taking up space in the arcade, so they're gone. So, yeah, there, there we go. Fair enough. So, people, if if people aren't watching your show, do they remember you? If not, would you fade? Would you not fade from memory? If you fade from existence, and and you know, so to speak. So it, it it'd be kind of interesting if that's how it worked. Like if that's how their life, if that's what they needed to rely on. Because there's other situations in pop culture where other, usually magical creatures, relying on people to believe in them. Um, but it would be very interesting to see if they had something like that, where if these people in these fictional worlds had to rely on people watching their stuff often enough, or at least even if it's just one person watching them, they could still exist, you know, instead of being forgotten. It's really dark, but I think it really fit the whole Pibby thing. But man, what if the glitch was the anger? the sadness, these powerful remnants of these forgotten shows and people uh, infiltrating the worlds of the sh of the new, you know, or 
I guess, still around, still alive shows that have ended, but people still fondly remember to cling to whatever, or excuse me, to cling to whatever life they can, even if it meant taking away the lives of whom they inhabit, or more preferably, a shared space. (laughs) You know, the host is still alive, preferably, (laughs) but pushed deep into the subconscious, perhaps um, aware of what's going on, but powerless to do anything, mostly. I think that's the best way to do this. I think if I think you're going to lose potentially a lot of people, a lot of viewers, if you make it dark enough where once they're glitched, they're gone, you know, going completely zombie rules. I think that'd be, it would be interesting for sure, but I think you would lose a lot of people because that's just super dark, you know, seeing, even though they're, you know, even though this is an alternate universe, even though we know that, you know, Finn and Jake, Fred Flintstone, all these people, they're, they're, we know they're okay out there because a lot of these situations take place in certain areas where they're not really canon so to speak because when you look at when you look at Finn and Jake for instance Finn's sword is a big giveaway when the glitch corrupted him it was early on like season one or two something like that um so I'd imagine for the same would be the same for most of the other characters but at the same time, even if it is an alternate universe, it's still a gut punch seeing these characters taken, you know, kind of zombified. So I would hope that they, you know, realize that, oh, maybe they can be saved or at least put somewhere where they can't infect anyone until they can find, hopefully, find a way to break the glitch free from them. So I've seen some fan animations online where people of strong will or people who just show strong emotion towards the people who are infected are able to, you know, reach them and they're able to break the mold that way. So it's actually pretty cool how we've seen certain things like that. And I want to go to a uh, shout out to Friday Night Funkin'. For those who don't know about that show or the, excuse me, that game, it's kind of like Dance Dance Revolution. Um, it's like this whole musical thing where a bunch of these characters just have kind of like rap battles and you just hit the corresponding, you know, buttons. It's a rhythm game. So I didn't really know much about it, but apparently um, the funny thing about this. So this is how I first found out about Pippi. It wasn't the it, it wasn't on Adult Swim or anything like that. I went to that later. But the way I found out about Pippi was on TikTok and it was. It was a Friday Night Funkin' video. I it was one of Family Guy, and it was Rootin' Family. It was that was the name of the song that was being played in the game. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm just seeing half the room all dark and glitchy. I'm seeing these dis- remarkably disturbing versions of Peter and and uh, and Brian. And I'm thinking, holy crap, is this a creepypasta? Does someone animate a, and make a game of a creepypasta right now? What am I looking at? Like, I was watching it, like, I really don't want to watch this right now. This is very disturbing. <laughs> Just seeing them look like these glitchy, grotesque monsters. It was really, really disturbing, but I kept watching. I kept watching. I'm like, what? It, I was just really... It was like watching a car crash. You know, I even though it's just really... I shouldn't look at this, but I need to. I, I need to see, like, what is this? What is going on? I got to see it to the end. 
And I don't know why my eye is so itchy, but I started looking in the comments. I started looking to more stuff about it on on uh, Google. And that's when I realized, oh, this is a fan-made mod of a Adult Swim uh, trailer. And that's, you know, I, I, then I Googled it and I was like, oh, snap, what is this? Why am I just not knowing about this 10 months later? So, yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was pretty nuts. So uh, I wanted to mention that because what they've done in a few of the Pibby mods uh, is there are some characters who have been able to break the glitch. Um, some were able to do it, you know, just um, shortly, just to maybe get a, a word out or two. And others were able to just break it completely. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see what could happen in the show. Like, it would be kind of interesting if we could have certain characters who could potentially break through the glitch, even if it's just shortly or or momentarily, momentarily I mean. Or maybe we could even have characters who could completely break through. Um it's it's very it's a very interesting concept. I think it would be fun to visit that. Um, maybe at least one or two characters are able to break free. And um, let me open up my notes here again because I have, like I said, I got some really fun things <laughs> on here I want to talk about. So, but in the mod, I want to talk about that because uh, Friday Night Funkin' it it has a lot of mods. There are a lot of different mods that um, some are based on. Um, some are based on creepypastas and other stuff like that and just fan-made things in general. But of course, the, the Pibby one was like, as soon as it started, as soon as the Adult Swim thing started picking up, it made its way into Pibby. Or excuse me, it made it, it made its way into Friday Night Funkin'. So um, a couple people that were able to break it was uh, Steven. So from Steven Universe, he was able to break it for a second. And it was like... For just a moment, he was he was he was going crazy, and out of nowhere, he was like, he broke through it for a second. He was able to turn on his gym powers, you know, when he turns pink, and he just goes, "This isn't a game," and then loses himself again, you know, letting the player and and the game realize, like, dude, this we're not we're not this is no, <laughs> this isn't this is literally not a game. I am I'm suffering right now. It was pretty crazy. Um, and then, of course, we got Family Guy, and we all know how Family Guy is. It's pretty nuts. Um, so, <laughs> so with Family Guy, you had Peter Griffin and, of course, Cleveland Brown. And, um, oh, shoot, who was the other guy? Uh, it was Cleveland, Peter, and Quagmire. Now... <laughs> Someone made a joke about why Quagmire was resisting of the glitch, mainly because he literally said in the show that he's had every STD known to existence. Known to existence. Known to that doesn't sound right. But anyway, that's why he was able to resist it. <laughs> it's just like, of course, of course, Family Guy. He can't take it seriously at all. Um, one thing that was pretty cool was that Cleveland Brown was able to resist it just be just by repeating his name over and over and over again and then he was able to break free completely of it now you know it's just a fan-made thing there's kind of a story with it um peter was literally just thrown out of it like <laughs> like the glitch was like oh, what no like they like they tried to take him and they're just like oh my god you no get out of here we don't watch you and just flung him out of the glitch now it's possible he might have just fought it and that's how it and that's just how it looked 
but I think it's more funny. I think it's funnier that the glitch just threw him out of there in general. So <laughs> that's my thought process, though. That's my thought process, I should say. Um, will we see Family Guy in this? Probably not, because I'm pretty sure Cartoon Network. I don't know if Family Guy is even on Adult Swim anymore. I haven't really watched Adult Swim in the longest time. Um, but it'd be interesting. I mean, I it would be cool to see these types of things happen. Like if we broke off into the comic realm we could have a whole bunch of things happen that don't even have to follow pippy um i think the graphic novels are a great way to go and a great way to explain other things deeper than what the show could um you know you know have more you have more time you don't have to put in as much resources like voice acting and animation you know you just get a drawer anchor someone to write the story, publisher, all that stuff. And it's, it's good. I mean, it's still hard work, but you'll get to explore so many things. Like, like for instance, imagine if they couldn't get certain characters in the show, but they can get them in the comics. So we saw bubbles infected in the trailer. We might not see, well, we saw buttercup actually in the fight at the end too. We didn't see blossom though. We didn't see the professor. So if they're not in the show, we could see that whole ordeal in the comics. So we could see, um, whatever could not make it into the show, just as an example, we could see these stories take off into the uh, the comics. I think that's the best way to go, regardless of what we see in the show, expand it in the in the comics. Shoot, I would even see, I would even love to see a game. A game would be awesome. So let's go back to my notes here. Um, let me see, where did I leave off at? But yeah, I think that I think that's like the one of the coolest things to do with the glitch. I think um, that's like the best way they could do this. If they were to make it more than just some kind of random entity, but actually like shows and people in places of the past that were just forgotten. Oh man, come on, dude! This show would be for without a doubt. It would be it would win awards. It would without a doubt win awards, and it would be. I would say it'd be Hall of Fame material. It would definitely be up there with the greats. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Finn the Pony on YouTube. He had this fairly interesting, uh, albeit sad, theory of uh, the direction the show could be. Uh, titled, Can Rob Stop the Glitch? So definitely check that out on YouTube. It was very funny. He has a couple other videos too regarding this as well. But in general, he, he does pretty good content. Um, so for those unfamiliar... Um, it's a character. He, he talks about this character from uh, the show Gumball, uh, who is a multi-dimensional character and, and breaks the fourth wall. So, of course, characters that can do that. It makes sense that they could find a way to maybe talk to the audience. Maybe they, they could go that far if they really wanted to. And maybe the audience could do something to stop the glitch, whether it was like turning the TVs off or switching the channel so they could, like, the characters could move to different stations or something. I don't know. But it'd be kind of interesting. I don't know exactly how he would... I mean, there were certain devices and stuff he made to kind of mess with the dimensions and stuff like that. I, I gotta watch the show. Um, I haven't gotten to that point yet in the show. But I feel like when you have characters who can break the fourth wall and they're just multidimensional in general... They can figure out some things to, you know, stop something of this type of entity. Because clearly, the glitch is multidimensional. Pibby is multidimensional because they're going to all these different worlds, you know? So, you know, all these different worlds are different realms, so to speak. So now, 
Let's talk to some char- Let's talk about some more characters that I thought of that I would love to see in Pivi and characters that could actually potentially stop the glitch or at least find a way to combat it a bit better than other characters could. So first on the list, and I think people are gonna think people are gonna really like this one. So first on the list of people that I think could stand up to the glitch or at least help combat it is Mac from Fosh's Home from Imaginary Friends. So maybe maybe him or actually some other kid in general who someone in general who can create an anim, an imaginary friend. So someone from that world in general, they could possibly imagine someone or something who could either cure or feed off the corruption with no ill effects in some fashion or at the very end uh, or excuse me at the very least could be immune to it because that that's it it all comes down to your imagination. How how strong is your imagination? How strong is your willpower to, to, to think of something like that? So, and we've seen characters in this in the show who literally just thought of it, thought of whatever they wanted, and it just came to life. So, could they legitimately think of something that could do that? I think so. But I think it'd be limited. I think they couldn't think of like a whole army i think they would be able to maybe do just one entity that could at least help i don't know if anyone could be powerful enough to think of one entity that could just take it on by itself um at the very least maybe even a sacrifice but as we saw the glitch doesn't really it doesn't really get rid of anybody per se it uses them as another number to their army so that's a thing too um so that's a concern like if you think of something that can combat it the risk is if they get taken it's all the stronger for it and how is it going to affect that that's one thing i'm wondering too is like if you're infected by the glitch can you are, are your memories usable like do, do you are you able to is the glitch able to access your memories to find other people that you know and infect them is it able to use your powers are you just or are you just a zombie are you just a, a husk in general or just a, just another body for it to use or can it have access to all that stuff i think that'd be the best way to do it um especially when you think of all these characters like um i mean jake is a good example i'm pretty sure he he went stretchy in that trailer which i mean it's jake you, you gotta have him go stretchy come on so i mean i think that already answered my question there that you'd at least these characters would be able to still use their characters under the influence of the glitch. So that's pretty scary. But yeah, I think Fosters, anyone who can think of imaginary friends or even just the imaginary friends in general would be fun because who knows? The imaginary friends could be... I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them, if not more, could be immune to it, perhaps. You never know. I think as they build the lore around this and figure out like the ins and outs of how the glitch works... I think it could be really fun. So next on the list, one of my personal favorites, Skips from regular show. Because, <laughs> of course, I mean, come on. Odds are, somehow, somewhere, he's seen or heard of something like this before. <laughs> that's, his, that's, that's him every time. Every time something crazy goes down in regular show, he goes, I've seen this before. Really? Like, how? <laughs> but, I mean, dude's immortal. That, it makes sense. He's You live as long as he has. You're going to see some crazy stuff. And literally, every day something crazy happens. Every episode, rather, something happens in a regular show. 
So I can't really be I can't really blame them for that. So plus this is kind of similar to the Jinx episode when that that doppelganger of Rigby came out of the mirror and started infecting everyone. So I'm kind of wondering if I don't know. I feel like Skips would be reminiscent of that. Maybe bring it up. Like, yeah, I saw something like this once. With um, it would be cool to to ah man. Like that's the that's the tricky thing with crossovers is picking all the characters you want to do. Because I'd imagine maybe each episode will be just one worlder or maybe two, depending on how crazy the episodes, how long they'll be. If it's Adult Swim, I mean, Adult Swim does do longer episodes. I mean, Rick and Morty is kind of standard, like the 22-minute thing now. Um, but a lot of the other shows tend to be shorter. Um, actually, I haven't watched in, I haven't watched Adult Swim in a while, so I don't know how the current lineup is, but I know that's been a thing for a while. Um, not all the shows are longer like that, but I think it'd work out whether they are shorter episodes. But I think Pibby would work best as, like, that 22 mark, you know, just the, it's just the standard, um, I mean, longer, I'm not opposed, but if we at least get that standard, uh, uh, the standard amount, I think that'd be good, so next up on the list, um, actually, let me make sure I got my, make sure I got my, uh, list here correctly, okay, here we go, so, I did do some other TikTok videos about this, uh, bringing up, uh, Cartoon Network Illuminati, operating kind of like the Marvel's, uh, the Marvel Comics Illuminati. So imagine if we had a bunch of characters gathered together to kind of put their brains together, figure out like, okay, what can we do to stop this thing? So of course we got, we got the usual people, of course, come on. We, we got to get Dexter in there. Mandark, if he isn't, it, honestly, let's be honest, let's be honest here. Dee Dee's already infected. We already know she was infected by the glitch in the, in this show. And Mandark, he's head over heels over Dee Dee. I feel like he's going to be super reckless to take her, to, to save her, rather. And I feel like Ma Mandark's going to get clapped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for those Mandark fans out there. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Mandark, too. But I, I think Dexter is the more capable person. I feel like he's more... I feel like he's just better than Mandark at everything. You know, Mandark has had his moments, but Dexter always, Dexter always wins. For the most part. He he has a higher win streak than Mandark does. I mean, do we really need to talk about the movie when we had the past and future versions of Dexter going up against the past and present future uh, versions of Mandark and who got clapped in the end? Mandark. <laughs> so, hey. But I feel like um, him being in there, the sisters from Johnny Test, um, Rick Sanchez, duh. Um, the professor, Mojo Jojo. Of course, we all know, honestly, it's Rick. He would either figure this out himself or he would just probably jump to another universe. But I think it'd be cool if they at least threw him in there for a little bit. Um, but I don't know, it'd be kind of crazy. So there was, I, I actually, I found the artist who worked on the, uh, on the art for that trailer, for the Piggy trailer. And originally, in that lineup of the characters who were infected, Rick was in the concept art for that. And that's scary. Because <laughs> at the moment, Rick is like the smartest character that Cartoon Network has, in my opinion. Um, just based on the, his feats. Now, granted, a lot of other characters have some pretty awesome feats too. Like, of course, Dexter, for instance. Um, but 
dude. So I think seeing a Cartoon Network Illuminati would be really dope. Um, I don't know what they would call themselves, though. I just use the term Illuminati because, you know, Marvel has their version of that. And I think that would make a lot of sense, especially when you think of characters like Rick who were multidimensional and would would seek out like knowing Rick, he'd probably just seek out other versions of himself. But at the same time, I feel like he's done asking for help for actually has he ever even done that usually it's the other ricks asking for him asking him for help <laughs> all right so maybe let's have it where one of the other characters goes to find rick maybe or maybe they just find him or something i don't know so there's that um next on the list is ben 10 come on of course of course we gotta have ben 10 on there so Definitely another Illuminati worthy character. Most of these are honestly, but my money is on Alien X. Most of all, out of all those aliens, I think Alien X has the potential just to do what is needed. I think he would probably just be able to destroy the the glitch. The only problem is, would that fix everyone else who's infected? Do they have to be cured a different way of the glitch, or does the glitch need to be just destroyed? for the effects to wear off it's it's very interesting to see what they could do but the issue with alien x we all know this is ben doesn't he, he's he's not the one who runs the show with that character he has there's three entities who control the body of alien x so they all have to come together and will they would, would they have the time to do that that's the thing um, another one is kind of interesting I would love to see because, I mean, we got Fred Flintstone in there. We got George Jensen. We got we got some pretty cool retro cartoons in that lineup. I think another one that would be perfect that I don't I feel like doesn't get enough love. Time Squad. Bro, this clearly could be an issue they could fix, I think, you know. Anyone remember that show, by the way? I mean, it was just it was it was a robot, um, a big buff guy and a kid. And they just went through time just fixing things like say George Washington um never got his never got the axe to chop down that cherry tree and because of that time change or maybe he decided he didn't want to be president for some reason time squad would go back in time and convince him dude you got to be president and they would find you know a way to blend in so no one realizes they're from the future and stuff like that it was pretty funny I remember that show being very fun um but it was a banger it was it was old school for sure um It'd be cool just to see them. I don't know what... I mean, I feel like if you have the power to travel through time, you have some pretty good tech, and maybe they could find something to to help at least contain the people who are infected, maybe, or something like that, something of the matter. And I, I kind of would love to see just how their organization works, because I don't think in the show we even saw, like, how the time organization works, like, they, I remember, I think they were just given jobs like, hey, this is happening in the time stream. Do it. You know, they were like the TVA, <laughs> basically. So I got some honorable mentions here next up. Um, these are people that didn't quite make the list of this um, original thought process. But I did go through a Cartoon Network list because, of course, there's so much in the history banks that history books, rather. There was just like, dude, it was hard to keep up. Uh, it was just hard to remember most of these because, you know, like I said, there's so many of them. But uh, Juniper Lee, because uh, supernatural stuff. 
uh, the Secret Saturdays, Cryptozoic stuff. I mean, come on, this would be right up their alley. They will probably, I think that between the two of them, unless this was something new, I feel like they would know to some degree what could be done to fix this, or at least could figure out how to stop this or something like that. Uh, Generator Ranks, I, I, I did talk about him earlier. You know, these are all people that just deal with this kind of crazy stuff uh uncle grandpa like literally without a doubt probably the most op character cartoon network has um captain planet i don't remember honestly if captain planet is under the warner brothers mantle but if not they could do a parody i mean why not uh freakazoid i want to say that that's warner brothers yeah warner brothers because um wait a minute yeah, yeah yeah that is warner brothers that is warner brothers uh, Freak's Way would just be amazing. And uh, Johnny Quest, that whole crew. The real Avengers of Johnny Quest, Quest version, though, the updated version. That was the cartoon I grew up on. So, of course, as you see with all this list, with all these lists, um, excuse me, with all the people on this list, those are all people who deal with the, with the strange, cryptozoic, mysterious, supernatural type stuff. And supernatural was very broad. You know, it just means anything otherworldly, things that we don't typically see in our day-to-day life, things that just don't seem natural, something from another dimension, which I feel like the glitch definitely, without a doubt, is. So um, him would be another another thing. I mean, the Power of Girls are already in there. Um, it'd be great to see more of these villains kind of out there. But yeah, I mean bruh so i'm wondering if the show as they go through different worlds will it be sort of like how it was in the trailer you know get to the end of the episode and then at uh maybe a gateway opens up or maybe once the credits roll then a you know kind of like almost kind of almost like channel chasers were actually no channel channel chasers was more like you could just leave whenever you wanted to um as long as you had the remote um I'm wondering if they may make a like a kind of a, a remote device to do something like that. That'd be kind of fun. But yeah, it's it's there's so much fun with this topic. I think there can be a lot of fun to be had with this. So that was kind of the bulk of what I wanted to talk about with this. But I'm trying to see if there's any like extra stuff, like any like, oh, did you know kind of stuff. But um No, I'm not really seeing anything. So I guess in closure, um, I think this would be really, really fun because it's kind of a coming of age story, too. Because when you see the characters Pibby and Bun Bun, they're in a preschool type show and everything's happy go lucky, you know, not a care in the world type deal. Everyone's happy. And then out of nowhere, this dark entity comes and just takes everyone but Pibby away. And she's on the road and she's on the run, running into it everywhere she turns, corrupting everyone that she runs into around. And it's it all comes down to her trying to survive along with every along with the friends she meets on the way, dodging the rest of the poor, unfortunate souls that don't seem to make it for one reason or the other. And she starts to realize, I mean, there's a point in the in the trailer where she gets cut. And she sees her own blood, and she's like, what is this? What is this red liquid? You know how innocent you gotta be to not know what your own blood is? Bro. 
So it's it's very cool to see this type of character learning, unfortunately, the hard way how scary the real world can be, or scary how, or potentially how scary the world can be when when darkness comes, when bad things happen, and she kind of has to to grow up in a sense, in a sense, and. I think it'd be a really nice way to show that type of message that even though life can be scary, you can go through a lot of dark moments as long as you have the ones you care about with you, with you along the road, no matter what, to know that you're not alone through it. It'll be, I was going to say it'll be okay, but it's like the trailer wasn't showing that it was going to be okay. So I was trying to be all like super, super moral with that, super moral-tastic. It's not even a real word, but I'm going with it. Um, You know, some kind of message like that would be kind of fun. You know, no, nothing like every episode, but every so often we just see. Because we, we see her transition from this girl who has these buns in her hair to letting them down she gets scars and stuff like that so i think that is a really good um, transition like each time she transitions into these different phases we have these messages that she's learning along the way so yeah ah gotcha i thought she, my, my wife was like trying to get my attention but um oh that's what you were saying Okay, I will be, um, actually, let me just end this as I can't really pause the stream or edit it per se, so I'll just end it real quick, but uh, we'll talk more about this in the future. Um, I think Pibby is potentially something very awesome to, uh, to do, and I'll talk more about it on TikTok as well, and we'll probably do a few more episodes for sure in the future, and if more stuff about this releases, if this show gets greenlit, which I really hope it does. Like, if it doesn't, it would definitely be one of the biggest L's that Cartoon Network has ever taken. Like, Warner Brothers is already carrying a massive L on their back right now, but if Cartoon Network could at least, like, somewhat take the weight off of them a little bit by greenlitting this show, I think they get a lot of re a lot of respect that they've lost thanks to what Warner Brothers has been doing uh, lately. But... There you have it. This was pretty fun. I, I wanted to show more of the pictures and stuff on stream, but the way it was coming up on camera just wasn't good, but it's all good. Like, definitely check out the trailer. If you haven't seen it, it's worth the watch. Like I said, it's only two minutes, but let's keep those views going. 27 million. If that isn't enough to show them it needs to be greenlit, I don't know what to tell them. But anyway, until next time, my friends, when the wind hits our sails yet again, be a-okay. Because there's more to seek, so go forth and seek it. We'll see you in the next escape.